Welcome back to another Euro 45 podcast where we're young team and relatable. It's morning. It's your boy Red, y'all. What it do? Looks like we got a new guest. The man. The myth. The legend. This is the second time I'm introducing you, too. Oh, and, yeah. and, and it gets better every time. It's going up. It gets better it's every time. It's going up. I'm loving your choice of words. The man that has crossed the pond for y'all. <laughs> oh my god. It's Frank. What's good? <laughs> What's good, Hello, bro? People. <laughs> hey, this has been a long past due, but not really. It's kind of just. I mean, they've been chasing me down, but every time they try to get in contact with me, I'm in a different country somewhere. You know? His agent been tripping. My agent know? been tripping. We got shooters at his house. Yeah, shooters. He's threatening me because one time he tried to call me, I was on a private jet and I couldn't pick up. And, you know, exactly. one thing led to another. And then, yeah. We got also got another guest that y'all can't see on camera, but the cousin of the man in the village. Yes. Yo, yo, yo. Sam, you hear Thank you. Thank you. Working about to work on the masters. You know, just finding different ways to like network and get myself out there. You know, because right. it's all about grinding and being successful. I've always been that type of person that I can't just stay stagnant and still like always mm-hmm. gotta yeah. You know, I gotta find the next spec, the next best thing on top of that. Right, right. So would you say since COVID has happened, mm-hmm. since this dramatic change in the world for everyone? Mm-hmm. Would you say it's hit you in a more positive way, or I don't want to say negative, but it's just been it's been difficult to get used. To. So I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm happy COVID happened, but the effects that have came from it on my personal life, I'm actually happy about it because it actually slowed me down. Right. Because I'm the type of person if I feel like I'm moving around too much, I get nervous. And then I'm like, all right, I need to sit back and just like, all right, slow down and like reevaluate because I feel like something bad is going to happen if I keep moving, moving, moving like that. Right. So I got to slow down, reset, and then continue again. So COVID actually gave me that opportunity to you know put a pause on everything mm-hmm. and slow down because a few months before COVID, I was bouncing from country to country to country to country to country. Yeah, but already caught it. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure because this December know. December I was feeling crazy right and I got better after that but I was moving from country to country to country and then COVID happened and then I had no choice but to slow down so when COVID happened I was able to pick up different traits that I didn't even know I was somewhat interested in like investing like I'm going a long way oh yeah I'm big into investing now Especially long term investing, I'm not doing any day trading or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm more into the long, the long term effect of investing. But I've definitely utilized the downtime that I've had from COVID to learn new things that I probably never would have been interested in right. before COVID. It was one thing. Yeah, it was one of those. 
taking investing. I was like, <laughs> be- before COVID, like yeah. I was not thinking about investing. I'm like, I'm, looking at yeah, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not about to waste my money and throw it in the stock market and then probably lose it. It's just the stocks are so like difficult to understand. It is, but and then because it's like such a, a, a you only hear crazy success stories from people that have had success in the stock market. Yeah, and that's what. I feel like that's what I was going based off of before COVID. I'm hearing all these success stories and I'm like, nah, that ain't going to happen to me and stuff like that. But when COVID happened, I was actually paying attention to older dudes that I have in my life who are into investing. They actually like sat down and broke it down to me and saying like, hey, if you do your research on stocks like this, this is like the history on this stock and this is the history on this stock. And they basically break, broke it down and said, hey, you need to be doing this, doing this. But at the same time, do your research. Don't don't just go off my yeah, word. Yeah. No, be knowledgeable. Exactly. So when you're knowledgeable about what you're buying, that's where you reap the most reward. But if you like just pay attention to like random people saying, "Hey, you should invest in this. You should invest in this." That's when you're gonna you're gonna have the biggest losses. Because luckily me, when I first started investing, I was going based off like word of mouth and stuff like that. So. I was, People say, oh, invest in Lori Caribbean Cruise Line. I'm like, okay. I'll throw some money in there. Invest in Hertz. Throw some money in there. And then luckily, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just put my money out at the right time and I made some money. But a lot of people lost money off of those stocks because yeah. they weren't going nowhere because COVID is still happening. See, the thing is, too, a lot of people I know that are really into stocks, mm. they are watching that shit constantly. Those, are, like, the, those, constantly. those are the day traders. I don't have time for that. Like you definitely make money from it, but your time it's it's dedicated <laughs> to that. Yes, yeah, they are <laughs> making from, moves based off of that. Yes, from the time the market opens to the time the market closes, you are zeroed in on your computer. Cause you can look away for two seconds and just lose all your money. Is that quick? That yeah, when you're day trading, yeah. You gotta catch that sweet spot when you're day trading. Or else if you miss that sweet spot, you're gonna lose out on money. So I had to tell me that he was trying to convince me to get into stocks. Right? Yeah. And what he was doing was he was using his credit card to buy stocks. So he would buy 10K worth of a stock. No, he bugging. No, he wild as fuck. Believe it. I know this. That's why the nigga was telling me this shit. I'm like, look at him like, what the? But he's putting 10K into one stock, watching it for a day or two, letting it rise. Maybe it goes up 100, 200, 300 dollars, whatever, and goes down. When it grows up like $100, $200, he takes it out. Takes all the money back so he wins the 200 And then he does that again with a different stock. He keeps on doing that, keeps on doing it. So he's making money, but little by little. And it's not a big, big win like you would expect from someone else. I mean, I guess it's okay. Like, if he knows what he's doing, I guess it is okay. Me, personally, anybody trying to get in stocks, I wouldn't recommend putting credit on your stocks. If you don't have the money to invest, you just don't have the money to invest. Don't go kill yourself trying to get the money to invest. But from what he's doing, he's probably doing penny stocks, like those small stocks. Because from what I understand, if you put a large amount in those stocks and even and it jumps up 50 cents, right. 50 cents to a dollar, if you make a lot of money from that in one day, you know, just make, making up from anywhere from one to 300 bucks in a day, that's the big win. Because right, right. imagine making 300 bucks every single day that you're day trading. <laughs> that's that's nice. not bad. Yeah. Not right at all. Right? Making 300 a day? Just looking at a computer? Like, that's, 
Like you're making money. Yeah. It's light work. Yeah, that's light work. <laughs> but there's a lot that goes into that. It's very time consuming and you gotta study the stocks that you're throwing money into. Right. You can't just go in with a blind eye and just throw in ten K on a random stock and hope right. and pray that it goes up. So other than stocks though, mm-hmm. some a growth I've seen mm-hmm. about you since coming here. Well, your social media has gone, gone crazy. Oh, I'm like, who is this man? Are you been watching? Who is this man? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know, I know you told me you was doing some partnership. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, right, you know, you know, I hear this. Okay, so all right, so <laughs> but I wasn't expecting that. All right, so I'm gonna explain it. So, so boom, this yeah. is what happened. Randomly, before, like, I'm, let me just get out there. I'm not really big into social media. I like it, but I'm not consumed by it like most people are. Shots. So like. No shots. <laughs> like, but I'm not the type. I don't I don't feed off the attention or whatever. I'm more, I'm a person. I stay to myself mostly. But my enjoyment is posting pictures of places that I travel. That way, when people see that, they're like, hey, I see you've been to this place. Do you have any advices? Not advices. Do you have any advice on where to go? Is that a New York thing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, advice. Nice. <laughs> Ask me for advice on, hey, where should I go to eat? Or what should I do in this place? So that's one of the main purposes of me posting those pictures. I'm not looking for clout or saying, hey, look, my life is amazing. I can travel because anybody can travel. It's not that hard. You hear that? Anyone can travel. Anybody can travel. Literally. It's not expensive. It's not. It's not. And people are under that notion that traveling is so expensive. If you know how to research... If you know how to properly book things and book it ahead of time, mm-hmm. you can book the most extravagant <laughs> vacation and not have to burn a hole through your pockets. One perfect example. One of the first, well, I wouldn't say it was one of the first trips. One of the cheapest trips or most inexpensive trips that I've went on was to Thailand. The first time I went to Thailand. From where to where now? From LAX. To Thailand. To Thailand. How much was your ticket? Out of LAX, I kid you not, if I could find a receipt, like, five. huh? Go ahead. You said five? Let me try to guess. Five, no, no, five. No? Five. Let's say four. Between three and five hundred. I know that's a long yeah. gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a connection in Beijing. Okay. And the connection was like an hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't no ridiculous layover. Layover, yeah. And when did you travel? Like one month did you travel? This was peak time in Thailand. This was summertime in Thailand. So what is that like? So, so um, in Thailand, yeah. So their summer is the opposite from ours. So it goes from usually starts around October. October is the start of summer, but it's raining raining season in Thailand. So it's going right. to be raining. Like if you look on the forecast on the iPhone, it's going to say it's raining all week, but that's not the case. It's right. Like, it's very sporadic. Yeah, sporadic. So summertime in Thailand is October to like. Or not summertime, but the warm weathers are from October to maybe January, February. Right. So we went the ending of October. So I think it was October 30th or 31st that we traveled. Mm-hmm. And then we stayed there for two weeks. But basically, we flew from LAX to Bangkok. $400 connection in Beijing. Flew, flew to Thailand. And then that's where we bought. This is what, this is round trip or this is one way? Round trip. Y'all hear that? So, <laughs> so we flew round trip from from Elias to, to Bangkok, right. and then we bought other flights 
So we bought like a flight from, yeah, while we're out there, because we flew to Chiang Mai for like four or five days. Because mm-hmm. we went up there for the Lantern Festival. They do like the Lantern Festival where you light it up and let it go up into the mm, air. I think I've seen that anime. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a dope out experience. So we went up there for a few days and then we flew from Chiang Mai to Phuket, the, the tropical area where the Fiji Islands and everything are at. So those flights were cheap. Once you're in the country, those flights are cheap. You probably pay 80 bucks from Bangkok to Chiang Mai, and then from Chiang Mai to Phuket was probably another 80. It's just bucks. getting over there. Yeah, it's just getting, it's just getting over there. Once you're over there, it's cheap. But it's very inexpensive. And then getting there, once you get to the hotel, the hotels are dirt cheap because I had a suite in Phuket for like a week. I think it was like 400 bucks, 400, 500 bucks. What kind of suite? Is this some Scarface shit? Walking around Versace Road. I ain't got that type of money. <laughs> I, I, I ain't got that type of money, but it was like junior suite. Right. It was a junior suite. It wasn't like basic right. standard hotel room. Because when, like, when I think of Thailand, at least all the stories I've heard from people that went to Thailand, mm. they're staying in the most luxurious shit. They're doing the most wild shit also on top of that. That's... My opinion, that's Bali. <laughs> yeah. So Bali, yeah. Bali is different. Like when I went to Bali, I kid yeah. you not, I did not see one hotel. It's just straight mm-hmm. villas, mm-hmm. and these villas are so cheap. Well, all right, so let, let's transition over to Bali. When we landed in Bali, we stayed in two places, Seminyak and Ubud. So we went up to Ubud first because that was like the farthest we went. We started from the top. And then worked our way down. Right. So we started in a booth, stayed at this um one place called I think it was like Visa Roy or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but a luxurious villa mm-hmm. inside the room. You had your own personal infinity pool. In, in room, your room? In your it's not inside the room, but it's like connected to the room. Right. And the outside of the infinity pool in the background is like jungle. Like it's it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah it's a vibe. Crazy. It's a dope That's vibe. Right. It's a dope vibe. That one was that one was pricey. That one was we stayed there for two or three days and it, it was seventeen hundred. Shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I came in the back. Yeah, two or three days. But I didn't explain everything that came with it though. I didn't explain yeah. everything. A lot came with it. Like food, dinner, breakfast? No, I didn't say, I didn't say all that. Like, <laughs> no, no. You got no. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like you still have to pay for the food. It's just, I didn't, at the time, I didn't care about the money. I just cared about the experience because money is just money. You're going to make it back. So. That's what you with your bone. <laughs> Not everyone can relate to that. <laughs> so. After <laughs> stupid. So after after splurging up there, you went down to Seminyak. Seminyak is near the airport and near the touristy area. We were up in the jungle area. Seminyak is a touristy area, so we stayed in this other villa for, for eleven days. We was up there for like three days. For the remaining was like nine days. We stayed in this other villa. And all the villas you have your own personal pool. This one we had like we damn near had like a lap pool. Outside and an inside shower, and it was it's crazy. So I wouldn't know how to act. I wouldn't be myself anymore. No, I'm gonna be acting directly. I don't even know me. It's crazy. Like people, well, no, Bali is a vibe. I, I've heard a lot of good things about Bali. Um, being one of the most beautiful places. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going back. I even they even have a they have an army out there. 
Omnia? Yeah, Omnia. Omnia Day Club. Yeah, Omnia Day Club. No, it's in the <laughs> it's in the touristy area. So Sorry. I'm gonna try to paint the picture. So the setup is a day club, and it's on a cliff. You're looking out into the ocean as the sun is setting. It's crazy. That's tight, bro. Yeah. It's like Omnia and Grassy Park. <laughs> it's exactly like that because when you're trying to find a place, you feel like you're going through Jurassic Park because you're going through trees and right. shit like that. It's not like a straight path. You have to actually find a place. Right, but right. Once you get there, it's, it's amazing. And then the currency, don't get me started. Between what's, there, what's their currency? At the time when we went, it was 32 to 1. 32 of their dollars to one of ours? Yeah. Mm. Wow. The exchange rate was 32 to 1. What's the cost of living? I'm sure they got McDonald's out there. McDonald's is damn near. Oh, that's everywhere, yeah. So, what is a Happy Meal? Say a Happy Meal here is what, like, four or five dollars? I don't know, right? I mean, it'll probably, it'll probably, it'll probably be the, it'll probably be the same because that's an American company. It'll probably, I don't think there'll be a difference in price, but what a price difference will come like to play is the more mom and pop shops or. Mm. The hotels? What about that? Huh? What about the hotels? The hotels, the hotels are cheap. Yeah, your money goes a long way out there. Yeah, sure. Like a long yeah, sure way. Sure, it does. What would you say, and now this is like a wide spectrum of mm-hmm. places you've been, what would you say is one thing you've done that you probably will not do that again? And then your trip. It be anything. First thing that comes to mind. Uh, 1700. <laughs> 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 I mean, I would spend 1700 for that place, I would spend it again. <laughs> I was gonna again. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not big on worrying about how much money costs. I'm more of experience because at the end of the day, the money doesn't go with you to the grave. So you gotta you gotta enjoy your life. You know? Enjoy your life, but be smart about it. Don't put yourself in a financial bind because you wanna have a lavish life. If you got it, go ahead. If not, then I wouldn't recommend it. But one thing, I wouldn't. Why don't you jump drunk again? <laughs> you throw up? No, luckily I didn't. But I would much rather be sober than drunk. And now the other side, what was one thing that you've done that you would want to do again? That I would want to do again? Yeah. I'm going to ask you too, man. Yeah. That I would want to do again. I would definitely... It could be a moment too. It doesn't have to be literally something specific. So so specific. Is that also oh, have to be something that I don't It could be a moment that you already experienced. That you live that, that, that again. You live that again would be you know. Dope. Oh, it's gonna be Greece every time. Okay, I got a story from Greece too. <laughs> <laughs> like Greece every time. Like you ask me about a moment. I have so many moments in Greece because I used to live there for a little bit, and then I make it a habit to go back every year. So I would no, I'll choose Greece every time. That's one of your your homes. That's that's my second home. Not saying yeah. Huh. Nah. <laughs> we didn't say that earlier, but this man is, he's the president. I mean, I'm not the president. I mean, San Diego's cool, but I'm more, I don't know. It's probably, it's probably because of the old age. I'm like, I'm kind of over San Diego. Hey. Well, yeah, what, what you got? What's, what's your... I think you should go for it with your green story first. Okay, so one thing that I, I did while traveling mm. that I would love to do again. I don't know if it would happen. Like, I don't know where the hell I'd have to be, but I was in Malia in Greece. Mm-hmm. It's on the island of Crete. Just like Frank, I lived out there for one point too. And I don't want to call it a party city, but it's a very touristy city. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a very, 
it's that, but it also isn't just that. You know, there's yeah. more to it. There's tourist stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a beautiful place in general. And I went there in the summertime during this peak peak moments. We rented ATVs for the whole like it was a car. Like you know how you would rent a car? Place you're going. We rented ATVs. Yeah, rented for rented for your whole stay. Right? And it was six of us. So wherever we went, six ATVs was going there. Mm-hmm. So it was a scene every time, right? Nighttime comes, you know, we already pre-gaming at our villa. We got a villa too, you ain't the only nigga. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have a pool? Villa, we didn't have a pool, but we didn't need one. That wasn't cool. a villa. <laughs> we was at the top of the fucking, we was at like on a hill, so we could, it overlooked the city. So in our backyard, we could see the whole city. That's true. So, <laughs> so anyway, we, we done pre-gaming, hit the city, man. We get to this district. I forget exactly what it's called, but if you ever go to Mali, you'll know what the hell it is. Like, it's just a whole strip of bars, clubs, all that. And you're getting everybody from all around Europe there. But not Americans. So we really stood out. You, you, you rarely see Americans in these places. That's real. And we pull up six deep on ATVs in front of the club, park our shit in front of the club. Also, granted, I'm just wearing swimming shorts. Swimming shorts and shoes. That's all I was wearing. They let me in the club. They didn't give a fuck. I had a chain on too. You know, I throw a little chain, no shirt. <laughs> but this was just—I felt like I was fucking Meek, bro. Meek Mill in Philly, pulling up on a yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wheeling it to the club. Like I just felt—I felt crazy, man. No one can stop me that night. And that's a moment. I gonna go into what happened later on the night. That's all I need to know. Man, that was it. What, you? what about the, the experience you wouldn't do again? <sighs> I wouldn't do again. This one is kind of hard. Get back to me. I feel it. One thing I would like to do again, I remember we went on a, a couple boat parties, one in Portugal and then one in Ibiza. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So I, I ain't been no monster like y'all. <laughs> the villas and all that. I ain't experienced that. Yeah, you gotta be built different, huh? <laughs> I guess so. I'm trying to think, man. It's hard. I can say, or I don't have anything I can think of right now that I literally just did that I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that again. But I have a moment that stuck with me that I was like, I dodged a bullet. I wanna hear that shit. So, we were talking about Ibiza earlier before the podcast. Uh-huh. Things. And one time when I was out there, actually my first time out there, I think it's my birthday. Was in the club with you, man. You were there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I've told this story on the podcast before. I had it probably a while ago. But me and Moya were in the club, and it was one of the only hip hop clubs in Ibiza. For those who know Ibiza, Party Island. And it's mostly like techno and house music in here. Man. So it's one of the few hip hop clubs. We see these two girls on the dance floor, and we chopping up with them. And so go up to the smoke area to actually have a conversation. We? Are you? So we have a conversation in the smoking area, right? And as I'm talking to this girl, you know, she I, I forget her name. I just want to know her name in the smoke, so I ask her what's her name. And <laughs> she said it sounded like that to me, that's why I did that. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait, what? You know, and again, 
And I'm thinking like maybe I was like super lit. Like what, what am I hearing right now? And she pulls out her ID and she says it again. And now all of a sudden it's clear. She's like, mm. Sam. And Sam? This is Sam? Was Sam? <laughs> Bruh, fuck me up. She put, mean, and, but, but at the time when she showed me her ID, right? <laughs> she covered her face with her thumb. So maybe even more foam, right? Mm. So she says, Sam, she covers her face. And I'm looking, I'm like, wait. I look up, look at the ID, look up, look at the... I'm thinking, oh, shit, this is a man. Oh, this is a fucking man. Yo. And I'm, and I only got that from the ID because I'm still looking at it. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't see, I can't see it. But she told me this shit, this is a fucking man. Damn. I was stunned. Mouth <laughs> dropped, heart dropped. After this, I don't want to use the wrong term. Niggas going to get offended and shit. But this person was also from Paris, from France. So for the longest time after this happened, I could not hear Paris. I could not hear France. It would just fuck me up the whole time. But after that moment, when she, when I realized it was a man, I just walked off. Walked off, went back to dance. Not even dance. Went back to the club. I told Moye. So yeah, you were with us up to the point I went to the smoking area. Told Moye. He was shocked. Like, I don't know. He was trying to figure it out too. Like, how? That was, that was a dude? <laughs> how did she look? It was a, a black chick, a black, yeah, black chick, <laughs> and skinny, kind of like a model figure, right? Face wasn't, she looked like a female. I ain't even gonna front. It looked like, a, and even yeah. after me seeing that this is clearly wasn't a female before, it still looked like a female. Wow. I feel like almost every time you tell it, you try to involve me a little bit more. What happened? I was like, niggas were posted up, right? Mm-hmm. Just got drinks, posted somewhere. You seen old girl, right? And told me he was about to go over there. What? Went over there, did your thing. I never left where I was at. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Yes, I don't remember, bro. I was, I just know it was tragic, alright? It was super tragic. And um, that's one thing that, just be careful when y'all travel. You know, if you're gonna travel and, and be doing that type of shit when you travel, be careful. You know, sightsee, play it safe. Take an ATV to the club. Play it safe, man. Play it damn safe. Why do you jump drunk? <laughs> like that, you know? But, you know. <laughs> I got a question I want to ask you. The origin of this question is not really a true, true origin, but when you ask it. So, say your ex, right? Mm. No, let's not even say ex. Let's say a girl that you were talking to, whatever, mm. right? Say she cheated on you. Mm. Would you take her back? No. Nah. That simple? Yeah, because I don't know. When I'm with somebody, I'm not. For the whole cheating thing, I, I know females are yeah, right, for them. But I've always been the type where I'm dedicated to one chick that yeah, I'm more about that one chick. Like I don't, I don't know, it just wouldn't feel right. But does it yeah. also depend on like how long you were together? No, because even if we were together for a while, it'd still be the same thing. Because if you did do it once, who's to say you're not gonna do it again years, years down the road? You know. Right. I feel like che- cheating is not on the same level as lying. Like, if you lie to me, I'm like, oh, whatever. So, what's cheating? Huh? What's cheating for you? What's cheating? Yeah, what is cheating for you? Cheating? That should be self explanatory for everybody. Like, no, it's not, though. If, I mean, I mean, you, really I mean you have emotional cheating and you have 
sexual intercourse cheating. That's cheating. It's cheating. So if a girl, if you plain and simple, if you step out of your relationship in any way, shape, or form, you're cheating. So if a girl was to kiss a guy, no sex involved. You're cheating. Why are you having? <laughs> no. so that's, that's one. That's one example. The thing, example, the yeah, thing is, why, like, why are you having intimacy with another dude? No, but I think we should set a baseline. Guy. A baseline for cheating. A baseline of cheating for this group. All right. So, of course, we're all human. So everybody's gonna find everybody else attractive. You're not. Yeah. You're not gonna meet one chick, and the chick is gonna think like only you're attractive. No. Like that's not right. realistic yeah. at all. Right. She's gonna see other people that are attractive and stuff like that. That's yeah. fine. Now, if she chooses to act on it, mm-hmm. that's a different story. So it's flirting? Flirting, cheating? Huh? It's flirting, cheating. If it's cheating? Yeah. To you, it's flirting. What's your purpose of flirting? Yeah. What is your purpose of flirting? Yeah. But you know how certain people are just flirting naturally sometimes. They just I mean, touch the yard, you know? Different things like I that. mean, the people that are flirting, then they... That's just signs that they're not ready to be devoted to one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, if, if you can't stay devoted to one person, then you shouldn't be in a relationship. That's the sure, simple. Sure. I got a question, though, about sure. the emotional cheating, right? Mm-hmm. So, say you're on a trip or something overseas, right? Mm-hmm. And your girl decides not to open up to you about this, but opens up to some other nigga about some shit that she would normally talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do you see that as emotional cheating? Does that count at all? I see it. I don't see it as <clears throat> cheating, but I would. I'll, at the same time, I'd be concerned. I'd be like, "Why is it like something that I'm doing to where you can approach me about whatever situation it is that you're going through, or like mm-hmm. what's what's the issue? Why can't you talk to me about it? And why are you talking to somebody else about it? I wouldn't find that cheating. Right. But if it, it was, feel some type of way, right? it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna make me feel some type of way. But I wouldn't feel like I'm cheating. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's not cheating at all. I'm not like no crazy man for that. But if a girl steps out of the relationship, then that's cheating. And like my motto has always been like, if I'm with you mm-hmm. and another dude can grab you or snatch you from me, he can have you. Cause especially me, like I'm the type of person like when I'm in a relationship, I put everything on the table. I try to do everything for that person. Right. Financially, emotionally, I try to make sure I'm present and there. But if I've exhausted all of that and you can still turn around and go entertain another person. Mm-hmm. That person could have you, honestly. I'm not oh, gonna yeah. I'm not gonna fight with that person yeah. to try to yeah. keep you because who's to say you're not gonna do that again? So now I'm gonna kinda bring up like the origin of why I wanted to talk about this question. Mm-hmm. So like I heard a conversation that and this was coming from a dude that is a, a married man. Mm-hmm. Right? He was saying that cheating within a marriage is a lot different than cheating when you guys aren't married. Like married with children, let's say that. But he's saying that if he was with his wife before the kids were there mm-hmm. and she cheated on him, he would leave her. Pardon me. But because kids are involved, he don't think he would do it. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I see mm-hmm. how he takes the kids yeah. into account. It's like right. Like right. Basically. At the same time, right. the kids are young. Like, <laughs> like it's an age, but <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I have you thought about how you leaving would affect the kids' mentality? I mean, the thing is, you still be present in the kids' life. You just wouldn't be there emotionally with the wife. But also, because I feel wholeheartedly, yeah, you, you do everything for your kids. Make sure they're okay. Make sure they're they're good. 
if by you leaving it's gonna affect them what is it emotionally or whatever emotionally, mentally yeah, yeah. yeah. If, no, no, that's if it's happens. gonna affect them mm-hmm. they're just not gonna have to learn to live with it you got to like try to teach them to understand this is a part of life because eventually they're gonna get older and they're gonna start realizing okay I could see why dad left mom or whatnot because they're going to go through the same experience. And if you decide to stay in that situation and then you just suck it up for the hopes of the kids, the kids, you never know. The kids are probably going to experience the same thing when they get older. And it's just going to be a repeated cycle. Did you grow up in a, in a full parent household? I did, but like my mom, she, she passed in 03 and then a whole a lot of complications after that yeah so i didn't like so i didn't really have like that whole mom and pop figure in my life from like 13 and up i was like my sister and uh, like my cousins and stuff like that around me same for you too yeah yeah, they're both your friends yeah but like me but like me like i'm all about like i'm all about kids like kids they always come first Mm -hmm. but so like me personally i didn't i didn't grow up in a a full parent household Mm-hmm. Both my parents were involved in my life, mm-hmm. but they were separate mm-hmm. while I was growing up. And I I mean, I know the reason why they were separate. Mm-hmm. It was mainly for us, which is yeah. kind of funny, but for us. So me personally, if I were to be married with kids mm-hmm. and my wife were to cheat on me, would I take her back? Mm-hmm. I think I'd be more willing to just because I know how I grew up without having a full parent household I'm and wanting and like experiencing that shit from like homies and seeing how like oh, right, but uh, I'm about to issue with a rebuttal right now so you say you're willing you're more willing to stay but you're you're willing. that's that's still not because there's still factors I know but like, cheated, you know yeah so but also think about this alright that whole situation happens right and then you decide to stay you decide to stay with the female things are not going to be all gravy and stuff between you and her. Yeah. Like it's going to be rocky and you also... Yeah, I mean, you have uh, therapy, like, you know, mm-hmm. couple therapy, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have couple yeah. therapy. At the end of the day, for most people, that does not help. Sure. Therapy mm-hmm. does not help. So mm-hmm. you're still going to be going through the issues that you're going through because you know she cheated, so you're going to have resentment towards her. Mm-hmm. That's always going to cross your mind. So you guys are... Trust n- is going to be... Yeah, you guys are never going to be emotionally connected the way you guys were connected. But... Hold on, let me finish. Hold on. You guys are, you guys, you guys are never going to be emotionally connected again. And then you guys also... People fail to realize that the way that you guys act towards each other, the kids are going to observe that and they're absorbing all of that. So at the end of the day, you're still, you're, you're still causing more damage. That's true. That's true. Because they're going to grow up in a dysfunctional family mm-hmm. and be like, well, mom and dad, they hated each other. They still stay together. Like, they, right. they're going to be picking up the wrong things. Mm-hmm. What was your... Well, what, like, what if, you know, you have this, like, strong love and connection to this person and they cheated? You mean, but you still have this strong connection to this person. Like, you know, would you feel like, hey, I got to leave because of my own selfish reason or do I stay because like you know I have respect and love for the person. thing is alright so people always mix pride with preserving your mental stability you're not going to be all mentally there if you're sitting in a relationship that you're not happy in because you find out that your spouse cheated on you it's not about pride so that's, that's beyond pride it's beyond preserving your mental stability so 
if you want to stay mentally stable, it's going to take a strong person, no matter how much you love the person, it's going to take a strong person to be able to walk away after something like that, especially how much, especially because of how much you care for the person. You might be willing to try again. Like, give it a shot. Say, all right, we can see if I can get over it. But mm-hmm. most of the time, people can't get over it because that's always going to be crossed. That's always going to be crossing your mind. I have, you know, I have one question. So yeah. what if she tells you you can go do your own thing with a cheat? On her or whatever, or like mm. a one-time pass. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, one-time pass, and then see how you feel, and then come back. You see, how would you feel? About <laughs> <it>? <laughs> you see, that's yeah. that's another issue. Yeah. It's, not, it's not about getting back at the other person. The thing yeah. is, the damage is done already. Yeah. yeah. So whether I do that or not, yeah, it's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna solve fix anything. No, and no. a wrong doesn't fix another wrong. If that you happens, you still do it. Though. Huh? You can still do it. Though. No, you might as well just leave the relationship. <laughs> like, you, you know, like, no, no, you, you, might, you might as well just leave the relationship because, like, I'm gonna just go out, do whatever I want, and then come back, and then yeah. everything's gonna be it's gonna magically be great. No, I feel what you're saying. Because at the end of the day, it's gonna the thought is still gonna be in my head that somebody else was in you right. while we were in a committed relationship, married with kids. Married, married with kids. The audacity. The audacity. <laughs> like, we <laughs> kiss you. <laughs> like, you're married with kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, now, if, not me, but if the husband was like, just a straight fuck up and he wasn't doing what he had to do as a man in the household. Mm-hmm. And she cheated. And she cheated, then he has no argument. Yeah, right. But if you've been a whole husband, paid, not pay the bills, like because it's, it's, like, it's a teamwork. But like, right. like you, you held it, you held it down as a man in your family. If you held it down to the point where people are like, "Oh my gosh, you are so lucky you have a man like that," and then she still turns around and treats you like that and cheats on another dude with you, yeah. then that's yeah. like this. So there's no forgiveness. So why? So another thing too, I feel like most guys, hmm. probably all of us in here, I'm assuming, we all. Kind of move in that manner. If a female cheats on us, it's done. Yeah, it's, it's over, right? Yeah. Why do you think females are more willing to let that shit slide than a dude? Think, yeah, I don't like, want to. And no shade toward you, females. You know, you got no all shade at all. I don't like. Slide. I don't. But this is just. Hey, this is kind of a fact. You, know? you got to remember. <laughs> We still gotta walk on the street. I ain't trying to get. Exactly. I, I got my shoes. Exactly. Right. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to get popped in my face because somebody seen the podcast. Like, oh, you the one from the podcast, right? Talking about females. Yeah, we got to stand on the chair. Yeah. That's in New York. That's in New York. Situation. That's in New York. They're gonna run up on you. <laughs> like no disrespect to females at all, none at all. Right. But I just feel like they're just in a different mindset when. Yeah, in a headspace when they don't really be, it might be more that goes into it. Who, like, who knows? You like, know, my thought is though, my thought is that I think they expect it a lot of the times. It's more expected from their nah. from their side, nah. as in like they're more ready. More ready? It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. I, mean, I know it's tough, but like think about the phrase "black men cheat." All right? men cheat. Okay, it's all just black men. All. Yeah, but think about, think about all that men, phrase. All men and women cheat. All men, yeah, all men and women cheat. cheat. And all cheat. No, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. No, you need to rephrase that. Not all men and women cheat. That's just a generic phrase. You, is it, is it you generic? say all, you say it's not literally all. I'm saying that, you know, like, I mean, people, like, people cheat, okay? 
Yeah. It's okay. Who we cheat on? You know, I wouldn't say all black men cheat on all men. No, but that's yeah. well, that's like, like that's people like you know like human beings cheat. Right. I'm saying, so but like, but I just said that just as like that phrase. That's a popular phrase that a lot of people say. Yeah. All black men cheat, right? Yeah. So because I think of things like that, girls kind of already like assume, oh, a black this black guy's gonna cheat. I'm just saying black guy because we're all black men. Yeah. He's gonna cheat. He's gonna cheat. Our, even if you you're you're not that type of person at all. You're just in a situation where it may look bad. She may assume. I'm kind of reaching. I know I'm kind of reaching. No, I mean that's 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 just the thing. Like I hate, like I hate when. Again, I said I love my females, but I hate when females associate you with that just Mm -hmm. because you're. Yeah, that right there. It happens, but then then guys have to go into like defensive mode Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. say like, "Well, I'm not that type of person. This is the type of person I am." Like you got to get. You got to give a whole speech like you're applying to Harvard. Yeah. Just, you got to present your case. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, present your case so you can like get past that barrier. Yeah. You know? And it's frustrating sometimes, but I mean, we still do it, especially if you feel like the person's worth it. Well, well I feel like, you know, with women, take a guy back and the guy cheats. It's, it's more women are more patient. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're more patient than guys. And women don't have the kind of ego and pride or whatever. And I feel like if a woman, if she likes, if she loves a man, if she loves the guy, whatever, she's going to like to stay regardless. Right. She's going to find a way to stay, especially if she's married and has kids. She's going to have a patience to stay and yeah. just, you know, like deal with it. I really think it would be yeah. hard for people to up and leave with kids. With kid, yeah. And yeah. Family and I mean, it is because females that have kids, nowadays they basically feel like Oh, their, their life is over. They're not gonna find another person that's gonna mm-hmm. want them with kids, mm-hmm. which is not the case at all. There's still guys that don't. <laughs> there's still guys. There's a lot of thirsty niggas. There's still, there's still there's still guys out huh? there. Yeah, that's true. There's still guys out there that would you know still talk to female even if she has kids. No so the person I have is would you guys date someone that has kids? Yeah, I've done it before. When I say date, not like oh that's my girlfriend, but no, I'm saying you date. I say, that's my girl. That's my girl. That's my woman. Yeah. That's oh my no, I, I couldn't. I just, I'm not a Russell Wilson ass nigga. I ain't gonna be out here taking care of another man's kids. I'm just saying. Now, Ciara, I would, I, you know, I would date Ciara. <laughs> I have no problem doing that. See, but, uh, but I'm different because just because a female has kids, she didn't immediately cancel them out because you're probably missing out on a dope-ass vibe. You, you're right, but I'm just, I don't want to say I'm such a prideful person that it wouldn't really let me do that, mm-hmm. but it would be hard. It would be very difficult for me to be in a serious relationship with someone that has had kids with somebody else. I mean, it would be hard, but it takes a it takes a certain type of person to be able to, like, be able to deal with that. You're right, you know? you're right, you're right. And I, I guess I guess I'm just different. Yeah. You know yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I know, know myself. myself yeah. So it's like I, know I feel like I feel like if you see the woman for who she is without like the kids aspect, then, then you one hundred percent exactly one hundred percent yeah. But just knowing knowing how I think, I know that's gonna always be a factor. Yeah, I feel yeah. You know, for me. So and it sucks to say that, but at the end of the day, I have casually dated girls that have had uh, not a girl that has had a kid. And, yeah. It was just it was something, man. Something that I probably wouldn't put myself in again. You said no. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't because I think for me, like the purpose of dating is what to find your person, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I think for me, when I find that person, I want to be able to experience having a kid together for the first time. Mm-hmm. So she already has that. Mm-hmm. It takes that away from you. Right. From both of you. I mean, together. yeah, but it's also, again, it's not fair to that woman, those type of women as well, too, who have kids, you know? Right. At the end of the day, they still they deserve to find happiness like everybody else. You know? I mean, it wasn't their fault that the first person. Well, what if? It was their fault. The thing is, <laughs> no, the thing is, it's not their fault that they had kids with, with the wrong person, you know? True. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess he got I mean, again, I throw it out there. I'm not opposed to dating chicks with kids. That doesn't, that doesn't rule it out for me. It's tough. It's, it's definitely a, a tricky, touchy conversation. I feel yeah. like it's really person by person yeah I think mean, it depends yeah I mean yeah it's not it's, it's not for everybody not, yeah not everybody could do it like it takes again like a special type of person to so, so, so like well yeah devil's advocate so mm-hmm. you meet a girl that you vibe with 100% like this this girl you know should be the one for you and exactly, why I say yeah. should is because she's got a kid so I'm thinking that she is until I find that out basically Yes, yeah, because yeah. I feel like you wouldn't mm-hmm. have got that far mm-hmm. if you knew from the beginning. Right, so it would have to come later. Yeah, would that cancel it out? How many kids is it? What's up? What if it's like one or two kids? How old? They're young. It's like like five years old. Yeah. Okay. They still know who their daddy. They're real dad. I think I would continue to date her, see how it goes. I wouldn't like if I'm already vibing with her. I'm not gonna. Like, All right. Yeah, just cut it up. Yeah, so he's, no. he's, he's, exactly. He's not opposed. So he's not yeah. opposed to it. Right. Right. You see. Right. So say you find out. But me, I would cut it off. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know. I mean, it's not like you're not being disrespectful to the girl or whatever. It's right. like you know, it's right. not really. I feel like that would change the whole the whole vibe, you know, the whole yeah. energy with this person. Like, the thing is, why? Why is it changing anything? Because to me, I wouldn't date a woman that has a kid. You know? Right. Like but the thing is, you didn't even know. You yeah, didn't... but but if I find out, that would change my whole mindset, my whole mentality, or how I approach my affection for this person. It's like you know, I'll have that whole. But my thing is that whole shit behind my, the back of my head. No, no, no. But my thing, but my thing is, you guys are vibing. She hasn't done anything wrong. You guys are yeah. like, no, you guys are just clicking. Yeah. Just cooking, cooking, cooking. And then, like, later, say she, she wanted to wait until she, that she knows she has a kid because she doesn't like to introduce her kid or bring her kid around, like, random people. She works, like, a month or whatever. Let's and, and then, no, 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 yeah. The thing is, you don't ask evasive questions like that just from the jump. Like, you have kids? Are you no, married? You are you this? That. No. no, 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 no. Why, why are you automatically assuming no, that has kids? But I'm saying, like, if if you don't know this and you just, like, click in with the chick 100%, like, she's, like, perfect. Yeah. And then you find out she has a kid. So your mind is just going to just switch and say, oh, I can't fuck with the person? Yeah. Automatic. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess, I mean, me, like, if I'm vibing with a chick, like, me, I'm different, like, I could vibe with a chick for, like, a week or two, and then she's dope as hell, she tells me she has a kid, man, I'm like, okay. Two weeks in, that would change things for me. No, but, but, I mean, I feel like a woman, you know, should tell a man right away, like, jump start, hey, oh, yeah. I have a kid, I'll best school with you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not where she's holding that for. Like, oh, my. The thing I is, like the earlier no, she but says the, it, the more feeling she has towards you. No, but, yeah, the, thing, but, exactly. but the thing is, yeah. she could say that, but she's not obligated to. True. She's yeah. not. She's not obligated she's not, to yeah. let you know that she has a kid. Because at the end of the day, that's her personal life. Mm-hmm. And she could choose who she wants to tell, like, hey, I have a kid. Because but if she's dating for like a month, or like two weeks, she gotta let you know. I mean, eventually. Because obviously, she's interested. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, eventually, if you don't find out that she has a kid by month number two, then. That's just weird. God, yeah. God, leave. He got a dip. Huh? He got a dip once you find out. <laughs> yeah, like, yo. Like, that's the ultimate fucking detection. Yeah. Bro. Like, what? I'm oh, a good man. Other than, other than cheating. That's, that's like you got cheated on. That's what you're going to feel like. <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, if a girl's up coming with me that she has a kid, then I'm like, okay. Like, if I like your vibe, I'm still, I'm still going to fuck with you. It's, it's you know? really just a tricky, touchy conversation, man. Because. A lot of guys are really not going to be about it. No, they're, they're, they're not, no. It's just something about taking care of somebody else's kid. Mm-hmm. That's just going to get to you kind of weird, you know? Especially if the father of the kid is still involved. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, if the father is still involved, you're not necessarily taking care of somebody else's kid. Yeah. Well, technically you are, because if, you if you're living with a woman, then you mm-hmm. are. Yeah, you're, you're going yeah. to treat him like, or he or she like they're yeah. your own. Yeah, you definitely are. I mean, if you're the type of nigga to, to fuck with a female that has a kid already, you better be on some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, all females deserve love. Whether you have a kid or not, they deserve a fair chance. You know? So, like, nothing else should dictate whether or not you're talking to the person. You know? I don't <laughs> so, Frank, real quick, I want to ask you, what are your deal breakers like? If you hear this, tell us. Yeah. What's a deal breaker? Yeah. I guess one deal breaker I could say is ultimate deal breaker, and I say this from past experiences, a girl who doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. Mm-hmm. Like, if she doesn't have goals, yeah, any type of goals or plans, yeah, she just, like, she just plans to live off whoever she's getting involved with mm-hmm. and that's right now that's a deal breaker for me because mm-hmm. I've done it before and I've been like I've been bitten ass so many times because mm-hmm. I was like the the sole provider right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. yeah no you guys say uh fashion hmm? is fashion a deal breaker for you for me it is me too is it a deal breaker for you <laughs> fashion yeah this is a yeah. brand new one for me like her style her like style. your style yeah like what type of style? Like any like, style. So it's, just, style, yeah. it's yeah, a style it's you like. A compliment. Any style, literally. I mean, I'm not saying you have to dress like you're going to New York Fashion no, Week. No, but no, 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 that's no, not no, what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like literally, like her style. Does it fit you? Does it fit you? Is that a deal breaker? Is that doesn't, Is that a deal breaker for you? Yeah. No. Why would it be a deal breaker? That's cool. That's for me, cool. that's a deal breaker. So like, so like, for example, I didn't realize it was a deal breaker for me until I was dating a chick that the way she dressed was like she was always going to the beach. Literally, everywhere we went, she dressed like we was at the beach. Flip flops, sandals. Flip oh no, sandals, booty shorts. So like, just that was everything. Oh, right, so like me. To me it was all like, right, so now, now I understand your question more. So like me, 
I'm the type of person I like I like sweatpants, sneakers, and stuff like that. If I have to dress up, I I can get dressed up. Yeah, I just came with me to the suit job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all saw the y'all saw the suit. Like, hey, stay tuned for the pictures. <laughs> don't tell the weather next week. You know, shout out to my boy across the pond. Across the pond. You know? <laughs> shout out to my boy Philly getting married next week. But But if I have to get dressed, like if I'm going to a romantic dinner or something like that, yeah, I'm not gonna wear sweatpants and flip flops or romantic. Okay, we'll we'll say for these moments where you would normally dress up or do a little bit more than the basic that is for you. What she dresses up as comes off I don't wanna say basic to you, but she's not stepping up to the occasion. Is that a deal breaker? Well, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. It just it would just be a, what the fuck is so. What the fuck is this? I'm like so. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just be like like hey hey babe. So the way you dress right now, we're not gonna get into the location that we're trying to get into. Right. So it's either you change or we're staying home. Right. right. So so it ain't a deal breaker for you. No. Yeah. I mean, like if you if you present if you present yeah. where you're going and what type of vibe it is. She should understand that she has to dress a certain way. Or you can just straight up tell her, say, hey, they wear something nice. We're going to Not everyone dinner. understands that. It's like when people say common sense. I mean, common who, sense is different. Who everyone. doesn't understand to dress nice? Just put something. Just, <laughs> no, I mean, but like. Their version her, of nice may be different. Her version of nice could be different. Or she could have a different style to where she doesn't have the, the sleek, slim black dress that you yeah. maybe for that event may acquire. Yeah. What if she doesn't own him? Mm. There we go. If you're the own There's heels, a lot yeah. of girls like that yeah. that don't own heels or won't dress up in the, the, the skinny dresses, the black little dresses. They're they from like San Diego or yeah. Miami or something like that. I mean, they wear whatever they're comfortable in. Not every, I, of course, not every female wears heels. They can wear flip flops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, I, I like mean, it. I like it. I, I, mean, like, I like it, though. Wait, no, I mean, about it. That's just preference, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's everybody has their own yeah, preference, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's also, like, that's also, like, the whole... That goes back to the whole dating thing, because everybody is so stuck on this notion that I got to find my soulmate, and they think they're going to find their soulmate in the exact location that they're in. Nah. nah. <laughs> like, nah. You don't realize that until you start clapping. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> You can go anywhere and you can meet your soulmate. Yeah. Now, is it going to cancel it out because they live somewhere else? That's a deal breaker for a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the the whole distance thing. Mm-hmm. It, for me, it is. For, you, for me, it's, it's messed up relationship I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I wouldn't just put myself in that situation again. I mean, for me, it's not. Like, if you and the other person have, like, they, you guys have, like, an understanding, mm-hmm. and you guys, like, build a connection to where, like, you guys are always in communication with each other, and you build, like, that that foundation mm-hmm. of communication, then it shouldn't be a deal-breaker. And then if you make the effort to try to see each other as much as possible, right. then that's fine. Because at the end of the day, you got to understand, like, that distance is only temporary. Yeah. At the end of the day, either you're going to move to the person or the person's going to move to you or you guys are mm-hmm. going to come up with a mutual location right. and just move to that location. It's not like a, like you guys are not going to stay that distance for the rest of your life, you know? Not for that. And, and it's, so, it's, that's another case-by-case thing because you have certain long-distance relationships that can last two, three years being away from that person and you're not able to see them as much as you exactly. want to. And if that trust ain't there, that 
that built up connection mm-hmm. and then being able to learn and understand each other outside of the physical attraction. Yeah. That shit doesn't come. And it's just, or at least when it comes, you, you're realizing other things mm-hmm. that are swaying you away. Shit can go south, man. It can, but I think, like, at the same time, you just got to put that effort in. If you want it to work, it'll work. Exactly. I feel, like, I feel like long distance, it only comes a distance if both parties make fucking Yes, yeah. yeah. But then, like, if you want it to work, then I mean, it should work. Yeah, exactly. It'll work. It'll work because people have to get out of that mindset that they're going to find a person that's for them in the location that they're currently living in. That's not realistic. Most of us are happy in long distance. Yeah, you're like yeah. you're lowering you're lowering your percentage of finding somebody by thinking that you're gonna find somebody local. local. Because like you you go talk to, try to talk to one of these girls and tell them that you're not from San Diego. They're like, don't say that to me. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I would I wouldn't yeah. know because I don't I don't go around like that asking girls like where you from. But that's what I've gotten from like observing. Like if they know you're not from there, they're not gonna they're not gonna mess with you. You know, so people have to like get out the mindset that um, small town mentality. Man. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta like oh like widen your scope. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna find people in other places that you definitely vibe with on another level that you that you're never gonna find that again and you're just gonna cancel it out because they live somewhere else. Yeah. Like, right. I I hear you man. I hear you. Like you losing you losing out on opportunities yeah. and then before you know it, 35-40 rolls around, and you're like, all right, where's it? No, where, Yeah, where, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like 35-40 rolls around, you're like, all right, all right, so God, where's my person at? I'm like, you passed up on, God is going to be like, you passed up on like five that I put in front of your face, you know? It's been a pretty enlightening conversation. Nice. We all learn more about each other. Yeah, two hour episode. I know, right? We still got vinyl worthy. You want to do that? I guess. My computer died. So. Well, next week then. That's how. That's how. That's how you know the conversation went long. Oh no! I like it though. I like it, man. This was a great convo. Great conversation. Uh, good episode. Glad you came. Thank you. Thank you. Sam, this was unexpected as well. Last minute. Hey, can my cousin come? Ten minutes before I'm about to go school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you never, you know, hey, like I said, you never know with me. I could be in a different country. I could throw your curveball. You never know. Hey, you know. <laughs> no, but I like it. It was man. great, great, great shit. I'm glad all this came out of how it did. That being said, y'all, you know, like, share, subscribe, tune into our other shit. You like this episode, like stories about traveling and shit. We got a hot boy summer episode. We talked about not too long ago that. Check it out. But with that being said, y'all, deuces.